gentlemen, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. What's happening everybody and welcome to this, the latest episode of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. I'm your host Stephen Wilson and tonight is a special Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet as it's quiz time. Woo. Great enthusiasm, and there was much rejoice. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah! Oh yeah! Uh, a bit late for all that, but fair. Yeah. So tonight our quiz topic will be the Attitude Era, often regarded by many as the best era in wrestling history. Yep. So as <laughs> we will see if our panel enter the war zone and proceed to lay off the smack of down on each other in tonight's quiz. That went better in my head than I <laughs> before, before we get started with the quiz, just a little bit of housekeeping. You can find us on all the social media channels, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, at SuplexRetweet. You can search for us on any of your podcasting platforms, be it Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. And you can find all our old shows, or anything that we've done, be it articles, anything David trying to make sense of things, on SuplexRetweet.com. Now... We know the Attitude Era was filled with lovable losers, much like my panel today, or as I like to call them, the Job Squad of ESSR. The Job Squad, that's a stretch. <laughs> this is the DX. Yeah. If you say so. Um, first off, this man has passed quiz misery as involved in accuracy with numbers and a poor knowledge of wrestling moves that puts his dance moves to shame. Glad <laughs> David Hotley isn't here, it's Scott McLeod. Hello, Stephen. How's it going, Scott? Fine. I've done a lot of research, so hopefully I can back up my trash talk. Yes, after the last few quizzes where you've been desperately robbed at the last minute. Well, right. There's nothing that can stand in my way now. Yeah, do you know he's going to show up later on? Don't think it. <laughs> Sorry, there's no clue about the actual dinner anyway. Hey, thanks, Chris. Pop up under a decibel. That was me, Scott! <laughs> it was me all along! We're the job squad. Who is the misfortune of being Gilbert? You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. It's all right about Hockney. He, he thinks wrestling started in 2002, so it's fine. Uh, our next... <laughs> this next panelist's quiz failures were made more evident by the fact that he lost once to David Campbell. A first round casualty in the Rumble quiz. He'll hope to at least present a past performance tonight to Strack. No, you give me questions that... I, 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 I didn't pay attention to you. I, I give you questions. No, no, it's not, well, Ross gave me questions, but it's like, oh, the women's rumble. It's like, oh, should I pay my attention to that? But, <laughs> I would put it off. To be fair, later on, I was technically winning, so... After you've been eliminated. Aye, so... Sorry, there's not eliminations in rounds tonight's track, so your chances have increased dramatically. That's fine then. I'll through that era. If I, I should have got a try. <laughs> uh, speaking of failure, this next man's middle name is Defeat, as he's synonymous with it. His past quiz misery is only forgotten by the horror that surrounded it, be it Union Day or Alan Jones and Ross winning. It's Alan McLucas. Thanks. Jump. <laughs> Just remember, you're only champ by default right now. Default? I yeah. won the double nothing sweep, fair and square. Default. No, I came down to the wire, you need to admit that. Mm -hmm. Between you and Alan. Yeah, as oh. usual. Screwjob, again! <laughs> Thank you, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Damn you, I do. This is why we'll be doing the Chris Jericho show later in the year. Thanks, Chris. Rounding off our panel is somebody her pundits have questioned. Uh, this man's 
technical knowledge and sanity due to his past performances on this show. Uh, we know about the sanity part due to the fact he gave David Campbell access to his Twitter account. <laughs> Can he prove us wrong in the latter? It is Andy Mitchell. Hey, how are you doing, Steve? Fine, how are you, man? I'm alright until you put my odds down to 101. I'd like strike. <laughs> I live through the like action there as well. I want to be rich. Yeah, like to be. <laughs> all right. I have two pounds on you. You better not let me I'll play on that. quite good. And of course there is our... MVEP, my glamorous assistant for today's quiz. He is the test daily to my Bruce Forsyth. It's quite a magic. Thanks very much for that. Fucking hell, Tess has let herself go. Don't even get me started on this. The definition of a B plus player. Uh, right, so guys, are you looking forward to tonight's quiz? Oh, aye. Uh, aye. aye. The answer's Road Dog Tevin. <laughs> Yes, so tonight uh, the ESSR, t- ESSR title will be on the line. Ooh. Now I believe that, Scott, you've won it twice, three times? Three, yeah. Three yeah. times, we've got two one-time winners and someday an Andy who's not won it at all. No, well, so I, said, I will bring credibility to that fulgin magnet of a uh, title. <laughs> 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 Nobody says that he's never won it. WrestleMania moment here, people. WrestleMania moment. I don't think it's fair that the winner should have to defend it two days later and that Shamble of a show. Well, we are talking about the attitude era when the title was tossed a bit like a hot potato. So it's quite fitting that they'll be defended. It's not WCW, it's uh, (laughs) WWF. That's true. But in the same week where uh, you, best of the Super Juniors juniors winner, was crowned, tonight let's crown the best of the Super Jobbers. David Hockney isn't here yet. (laughs) Now, for the listeners at home, tonight's quiz is going to be four rounds, each consisting of seven questions. So, um, as Alan alluded to, or Andy, sorry, alluded to, uh, I gave some odds for the panel before the show. So, if you want to be backing anyone to win this show, we've got Scott at one to seven, seven to one on. We've got Strack at nine to two, Andy at fifty to one, and Alan at twenty to one. Who's your odds maker? Stevie the Bookie wanted deed or deed. <laughs> I said the nominee that that the, the Harlem Heat reference. <laughs> oh my god, I put my two pound bet down good because it's, uh, <laughs> the odds have slashed by half. <laughs> yes, you're, yeah. you're taking this home, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, the first round of tonight's show will be about moments in the attitude there, but before we go into the first round, I think. It's Father's Day coming up in the next coming weeks, so uh, I like to celebrate Father's Day with a good Shettleson steak. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the taste of smoke and <laughs> just everything that you want and disappointment. Shettleson steaks. What's happening right now? That's one of our sponsors. <laughs> I hope not. Is this a montage to YGG? Have you not listened to Chris Jericho's interview with John Moxley? I've got a chance, but... Where randomly talking about uh, Moxley goes, I was depressed and WWE and Jericho goes, well, on that note, I, I like a good home of His plugging is really bad. Do you have <laughs> problems with mosquitoes, then? I, mean, I have all over half. So, you're starting a problem. That's good, John, about your career, but do you ever have issues with mosquitoes and bees? <laughs> so, tells me he was cute and he goes, hi, Renee. So, yeah, so yeah Shettleton Sticks, if you want disappointment, that's for you. <laughs> Right guys, let's go into the quiz. Like, as I said, um, the first round of the quiz is about moments. So there's seven questions in this r- in this round, um, with a total of 11 points on the line. He's all ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, question one. What was the make 
of Vince McMahon's car destroyed by Stone Cold Steve Austin by cement? What was the make of car that Vince McMahon had that was destroyed by Austin? I'm not looking for a great detailed answer here. Are you looking for like the company? No, and not really detailed, just what they were described on the... No, you're not looking for correct spelling either. <laughs> no, I can't put the abbreviation of company. Uh, Austin Allegro. Ah, uh, jeez. No, it was a Mini Cooper. Could you imagine? Mm-hmm. Mini, could you imagine Vince driving a Mini Cooper? Yeah. <laughs> that would be quite amusing. Yeah, amazing. It would actually be really good. You'd probably have on the roof just a picture of his face. <laughs> right, question two. In which city did DX attempt to invade WCW Nitro? In which city did DX attempt oh. to invade WCW Nitro? Which they recreated slightly at this year's Hall of Fame ceremony. That would have aged quite a lot though, <laughs> 20, 20 years. Was it what? Glasgow because they heard about Shettleston's things? <laughs> <laughs> that was the week before he was in the caca City. City. Shells and Steve's Shells. That's a joke somewhere. Shells is butchers. Just ripped. You're getting slagged at. Wait, I think that actually is a. Shells and Steakhouse. Really? I think so. I actually googled most deprived areas in Scotland and found the first time I began with Hang on, you picked Shettles over Fiji? Oh, I'd want to sign with an S. Stuff a nice ring to it. Shells and Steaks, we'll see you in court. Right, uh, question three. What did The Undertaker and Paul Bearer try to do to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw before the, the Buried Alive match between Undertaker and Stone Cold in 1998? What did the two of them try to do to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw in 1998? <laughs> if you get the idea, you'll be fine. It depends how harsh your market is. Dave's not here, so... Right, I don't know the plural for this one, so I'm just going to write it. Just write it. We'll make a judgement. We'll judge it when we answer it. What was the question? Just repeat it. What did The Undertaker and Paul Bearer try to do to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw before the Buried Alive match in 1998? Back when Undertaker was an absolute evil SOB. <laughs> you sure it was 8, not 99? It was 98. Alright, alright. Look at the concentration on his face. He looks like he's going to have a stroke. He wants this. He wants this. He looks like he's going to have a stroke. What was Kane doing? (laughs) (laughs) I know what Kane was doing. Right. Question four. Which controversial, controversial angle led to the Legion of Doom leaving the WWE in 1998? What controversial angle led to the Legion of Doom leaving the WWE in 1998? This quiz is great, isn't it? Oh, what a rush! (laughs) 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 Any LOD fans in the panel? Aye. I'm not saying anything because my only experience of LOD was when Animal was with Heidenreich. So, who knows Heidenreich? Good thing we're not talking about ruthless aggression here. I know, that's like the afterbirth of. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, true that one. To be fair, this this this, this, this era of Legion of Doom was pretty much bad. Yeah, they were on their way up. Yeah, they were pretty much. But that's it. Ruthless aggression is better than what's happened back then. That's probably true. I think it was my peak era. There was aggression. Ruthless aggression was really good. To be fair. 
So ready for question five? Mm-hmm. Question five. What was the reason that D'Lo Brown became a servant for PMS? That is pretty mean sisters for well, anybody not aware of the stable. Can you name all three? <laughs> I can actually name three. Yeah, one of them was um, Ken Shamrock's sister. Oh, yeah. Ryan Shamrock, but she had quite a bad spell at that point in time. She was kidnapped by the Ministry. You can't say PMS did spell right after that. Nail this. We're looking at the real deal now. Right, Dilo Brown. There's not a Met Dilo my head's bigger than you'd expect. Yeah, yeah it's a big. Well, well there he is. No, it's built like a tank then. I don't know. <laughs> Alan, are you justifying this 20 to 1 odds here? Maybe change that to, to 100. By the way, I'm going to be changing these odds as we go along. Well, is it how we, we do on each one? Mine yes, for Right, question 6. Which wrestler did Vince McMahon fire on air during the famous Nitro Raw simulcast episode? Oh, Scott, straight in there. Mm-hmm. Who did Vince McMahon fire on air? Do you like what Scott's doing? He's hiding uh, the answers from me. I'm not in there. What's a hammer, alright? Can you take any advantage I, I can get? I can't win. Along with the ESSR says, ESSR title, you also won two Shettleson Stakes. <laughs> <laughs> Cover the Steven secret throat sauce. Is it squirrels that we ran over in the second row? It's the UT bowl. Shell's mistake, she can hardly taste the crap. Oh my god. I try not to insult people. <laughs> well, you were the one that started by saying I searched the most deprived area, start with S. In fairness, it was a little research, solid research, not just people on, on Reddit saying. This place looks absolute a dive. <laughs> Has everybody got something for all the questions so far? Yeah. No, I only just figured out an answer for question two and I'm not even sure it's the right one. Right, question seven. Now this is where there's five points on the line for question seven. I'm going to give you five moments from the Attitude Era. You need to list them based on the order they happened. So, essentially the first moment I give is one. Then it's two, three, four, five, and then you just list them based on what happened first, and then to right. the last one, right? Did right. so you get the number and Yeah, so the first moment I'm gonna give you is number one. So if you think that one was like last, then last would be the last that number one would be the last number you write. Right. You got that? Just went up check. Just to look confused. Because you'll be the last of this. <laughs> so you have to write one but not one five, and then one, one two. <laughs> I'll explain it in a minute. Right. So the five moments are rock. This is your life. Stone Cold Steve Austin takes out Vince McMahon's with the beer truck. The boss man interrupts the big show's dad's funeral. Choppy, choppy, pee pee. And the debut of Chris Jericho. Alan, you're better so, than all those moments. I'm thinking on So, Rock, This Is Your Life is moment one. Stone Cold Steve Austin with the beer truck is moment two. The boss man interrupting the funeral is moment three. Choppy Choppy PP is moment four. Saying that with straight face. And Jericho's debut is moment five. So just list them based on the other one. Can you pass us number one, This Is Your Life? Hmm? This number is one. Your Life, Rock This. It's Rock This Is Your Life. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin with the beer truck. 
The boss man interrupting Big Show's dad's funeral, Val Venus and Choppy Choppy Pee Pee, and the debut of Chris Jericho. Do it once more time with Philip. <laughs> so, if you thought Rock This Is Your Life was the oldest moment, that's the first. You put one as the first. Oh, it's the older though. Yeah, so. Yeah, right, right, right. But no, what's the. the well, like, it wasn't on the list. <laughs> Rock This Is Your Life. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Austin in the beer truck. Boss Man interrupting Big Show's dad's funeral. <laughs> Val Venus with Kai and Ty in the infamous Choppy Choppy Pee Pee angle. And Chris Jericho's debut on Raw. I bet you didn't think you'd see the name of the fourth segment as many times. I didn't think I was going to say Chubby Chubby PP that much. To be fair, no. I, I, I can't it makes sense that yeah, I'm actually saying Chubby Chubby PP on it. You know, it's just, you know, I totally guessed them because I can't actually remember the order. You guys said I was going to throw some Spanish. No, this is what I said. Spanish. And throw a pen at me. Yeah. That's right. Just, I just confused myself. Right, does everybody have answers for all the questions? Yes. I do now. Right, could you swap <laughs> your peoples, please? So, Alan, you swap with Strack, yeah, and then you swap with Scott. Yeah, I thought you know that thing still. I just took a random guess. Right. Alright, yeah, I get what you mean. So, in the moments round of this, actually, a quiz. quiz. Question one What was the make of Vince McMahon's car destroyed by Steve Austin by cement? Alan, what did Strack put? Chevy. Strack with the Cadillac limo. And Corvette. Corvette. White Corvette. Yeah, so it was a Corvette. Oh. White Corvette, was it? White Corvette, yes. With a target top, so... It wasn't cement, it was semen. It's semen. He's putting semen in there! <laughs> That's why. Oh my god! That is my general impression. Question two. In which city did DX attempt to invade WCW Nitro? Scott, what did Andy put? Chicago. I put, uh, you put Atlanta. Track. Detroit. Boston. It was Norfolk, Virginia. Oh, oh nobody. Nobody. To be honest, I thought it was Virginia. I just couldn't think of any cities in Virginia. <laughs> I'd, I'd put Washington first. I don't know. I just so, thought they Washington. go to Atlanta all the time in WCW. I, I thought it was a fair Atlanta's, Atlanta's a safe guess. I know, yeah, I was thinking Atlanta. It's not the worst Atlanta, guess like, in the world. It can't be Atlanta. And I'd even put that down until after you asked question six because I still couldn't think of it. The question What did The Undertaker and Paul Bearer try to do to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw before their buried alive match in 1998? Alan Woodestrap. It's a quote start. Crucifix him. Crucif- I couldn't think the crucify. Crucify down put. Crucifix him. Crucify him. That's an F. Yeah. That's a P. That's not joined. Um, embalm. That's how they said it. Uh, crucify. They tried to embalm him alive. Oh, don't worry. He's talking about the one where he put him on the symbol. Aye. See, he did that. He didn't try to do it. He actually put him on the symbol. I thought they did that. Later. They did, they, they did it before they buried the live match, but he didn't try to do it, he actually did do it. What does embalm Yeah, so what he did was, they took him to a funeral home, embalms what you do to dead people. Oh. You remove the blood and put embalming fluid in. Yeah. So what they did was they attacked him in a hospital. They took him to this funeral home and tried to embalm him. Who saved him? Kane! <laughs> Not the cameraman who nearly watched the murder on oh, TV. That's not that's not I that's 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 that's
the hawks that alcohol so yeah, alcoholism fall off trying to drunk. Struggling down but uh, suicide. Uh hawk being a drunk. Uh, it was Hawk attempting suicide and Josh pushing off the title shot. I will accept the alcoholism one day, yeah. so it's a point for the vote. Suicide would be a thick, yes. I was the same suicide, yes. Did he attempt suicide and done that? Yeah. No, no, no. He went on the Titan Tron. Josh pushed him. So it's suicide. Well, he went on to try and commit suicide, but then Josh pushed him off. So murder technically. So he did try to commit suicide. Then died. Have you been getting your true crime mixed up with wrestling? Because that's two murder questions in a row. Yes, I've really been watching Law and Order. Finish edition. <laughs> <laughs> the next series of American horror, American crime story. Yeah. <laughs> Who ran over Austin? Question five. What was the reason why D'Lo Brown became a servant for Pretty Mean Sisters? Scott, what did Andy put? Cause miscarriage to Terry. Thought he'd miscarriage Terry. Strike one down. Put. Lost to a member of PMS. <sighs> I guess that one. Uh, bumped Terry off ring and lost her kid. The answer was indeed it caused the miscarriage of Terry Runnels by knocking her off the ring. It ended up that she had faked the pregnancy. The pregnancy was with... Me? <laughs> no, <laughs> with a family. Yeah. I thought you said me. <laughs> me! It was me all along! Back when I was 10 year old. Yes it was. <laughs> yes it was with Val Venus. What an ankle that was. Val Venus impregnates Terry and blames D'Lo Brown for losing the baby. <laughs> Did you lie? Because Vince Russo's world all that was the lives. same night as Mankind winning the title, was it? I think it might be. Yeah. I think it was. What an interesting time! Yeah, I know. What time to be alive? What a great moment! Two great yeah. moments. Question six: Which wrestler did Vince McMahon fire on air on the final Nitro Raw simulcast? Alan with the strip put. Mike Foley. The Rock. Oh, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. It was Double J, Jeff Jarrett. I'm gonna spell it G Double O. I think you'll find that that actually spells GOON Here's the interesting uh, question now whoa, whoa, whoa. 5 points on the line so you will get points for each for the ones you get right? uh-huh. So, really that. list moments in order of what when they happened So the 5 moments again were Rock This Is Your Life Stone Cold with the beer truck, the boss man interrupting Big Show Dad Funeral, Choppy Choppy PP, and the debut of Chris Jericho. So, that was, right, so I'll make it easier here. I'll tell. I'll say it, and you'll go through it. So the first, the moment that came first was moment four, Choppy Choppy PP, yeah. which took place on August the third, nineteen ninety-eight. And you go back a lot, sir. <laughs> the um, sit number two was Stone Cold with the beer truck. So that's moment two which took place on the 22nd of March 1999. I believe that was the go-home Raw for that year's WrestleMania. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number three was Moment 5, the debut of Chris Jericho, oh, well, sure. which happened on August the 9th, 1999. <laughs> Scott looks like he's going to explode. <laughs> moment four, the fourth one was Rock This Is Your Life, Moment 1, which happened the 27th of September 1999, which means the moment that happened last was Boss Man interrupting the funeral, which happened on November 11th, 1999. So the order is 4, 2, 5, 1, 3. Alan, how much does Strat get? 2. Oh, what was the order again, sir? 4, four, four 2, <laughs> 5, 1, 3. It's a really poor football manager for me because <laughs> you have too many players on start. So uh, I made the Strat right? 2. Strat, I made the Alan right? 3. How did you get three? How did you get more than me? 
Andy, how many did uh, Scott get right? Nine. Fuck off! Ten. Ten. Oh, is this over one, 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 one point, so you got all of them right? Oh, no, you've got, you've got one left. No, how many did he get for the final question? Oh, right, sorry, five, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is this for the final one? Or or the final question. Final question, yeah. Uh, all right, oh, you get nothing for the final question. Uh, you get two in total. Vegas, two. But, and Andy got zero for the final one. Yeah, I did, I got. Right, and, so, yeah. tally up. Then for, actually, tally up. I did. <laughs> this tallied up this. And swap the quick, swap the papers back. So, Alan, what are you on? Three. So Alan is on three. Strack, what are you on? One, but like two. 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 Oh, two. Sorry, two. <laughs> Andy, what are you on? Four. Four. And as we know, Scott is on ten. Nerd. That's, that's insane. <laughs> um, Have you sat and like not moved for the last like two weeks and just watched the network? No, I've moved about, but all the while listening to <laughs> podcasts about the attitude. I you cheating? I've moved about. No, I mean, Jesus. Jesus. You're just making up. <laughs> so the latest odds. We've got Scott at twenty to one on. Andy at fifteen to one. Strack at twenty to one, and Alan at thirty to one. How many done? Why have I dropped? How many done? Because he was already ahead of you. Uh. Actually, you're not have got better. You're still I'm ahead of him. I was like, don't fucking with the numbers. Don't fucking with the numbers. All I can't wait to do my quiz because you're going to regret this. So, I'm um, a new boss, man. I'm 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 a new boss, Yes, it's an an interactive day event where you can learn all the things that you shouldn't do when you attempt dating. This great three hour course includes DM sliding, saying the wrong things, and of course, rejection. Email us now at general at suplexretweet.com to get an exclusive discount at 50% off. <laughs> we have the chairman of Roscoe right here. Use code DM for 15% off. <laughs> it could have been 69% off, but of course you won't get 69. <laughs> so yes. Get 68 old one. <laughs> the Roscoe experience, where you can get dumped today. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to this. Come on, guys, I did it. See if Nico's still Please record him. I want to see his face at this point. <laughs> guys, I'm not going to lie. Wait till you see sponsor three and four. <laughs> <laughs> I wait for Peter. Sponsor three in particular. <laughs> right, are you ready? In this room? No. Alright, because it's me going through a window. <laughs> you were going to be the steak. Shrack steaks. <laughs> Get some meat in you. Do you like it or no? Right, he's ready for round number two. Uh, yes. So round number two is going to all be related around championships. So the whole themes of championships, things related to championships. And again, seven questions with 11 points on the line. Right, question number one. How many unprotected chair shots to the head that Mick Foley received from The Rock? in the closing stretch of their WWF title match at the 1999 Royal Rumble. Arguably the most infamous chair shot sequence in wrestling history. <laughs> uh, You're right, man. This is quite disturbing the way this is. <laughs> so, that is that. 
So, oh, how many unprotected chairs are today? This was quite an uncomfortable moment, if you remember rightly. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's part of the reason why a lot of people are glad that chair shots at the head are banned by WWE. Yeah, also, the fact that Mick Foley's family did not know this was going to happen. Mick Foley's that family, we're in the front row. Yes. Well. <laughs> and they did not know this was going to happen. It's a good point on uh, Beyond the Mat, so. Question number two. Right. Between and including WrestleMania 2000 and WrestleMania 17, how many WWF Tag Team Championships did Edge and Christian win? So, between and including WrestleMania 2000. And 17, how many WWF championship, tag team championships did Edge and Christian win? Arguably to many people as well, one of the finest errors in tag team wrestling. Oh yes, uh, yeah. tag team wrestling is actually enjoyable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you mean actually? Uh, WWE tag team wrestling is boring. Let's not, let's not be around the bush, it is boring. Not always. Not in NXT, is it? <laughs> I, I said WWE, not I NXT. NXT. How good is that? How good was a ladder match? Well, not if oh. Kyle O'Reilly's back. Oh. How is Kyle O'Reilly not a paraplegic or quadriplegic? Seriously, how? <laughs> also, as well, has anybody seen the person who changed did the, the meme? So see the point where Jackson Riker comes out. Somebody's changed when Riley, Kyle O'Reilly's face. Somebody's changed the bit in the middle to the point where Brock Lesnar ran out of money in the bank. It's like it's like Kyle O'Reilly's face, Lesnar running out, and then it's. Heyman and um, Lesnar the next night draw with the NXT tactics. <laughs> <laughs> you knew when he made that face there was going to be means for days about that one. Right, so question number three, as otherwise known as the Nathan Fisher question. Uh, who served as special guest commentator during the WWF ha- hardcore title match between the boss man and Al Snow at the 1999 SummerSlam? Who served as the special guest commentator during the hardcore title match between Bossman and Al Snow at SummerSlam 99? Bosh. What? <laughs> okay. Question number four. Who holds the record for the longest WWF light heavyweight title reign? Who holds the record for the longest WWF light heavyweight title reign? That's alright, I've got Freud in some point. <laughs> I thought I'm like, he doesn't get mentioned, does he get, I don't know if he does get mentioned in this question. I don't think he does, I think I left him in. Oh no, so I don't guard the Karen's bedroom, next. Teach me to shop next time. Shut up, Gabby. Work yourself into a shoot there quick. <laughs> question number five. What was the stipulation of the match which saw the cat? Win the WWF Women's Championship at Armageddon 1999. What was the stipulation of the match? We saw the cat win the WWF Women's Championship at Armageddon 1999. What did it for the rock? <laughs> 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 you know the follows me on Twitter. I have no idea I why. He doesn't follow me. Annoyed. Push. Who do you think gave him the rental car? It was me, quite. Okay, question. Two things. Strikes right. Good to see. Sorry, man. Right. Question number six. Who once won the European Championship by finding it in Shane McMahon's travel bag? Who once won the European Championship by finding it in Shane McMahon's travel bag? 
Drizzle. <laughs> oh god, it wouldn't surprise me. If he was in that era, he would have won the he would have won the hardcore title. Oh, oh to be fair, he was in that era. Kinda. Kinda. Yeah, it was quite quick. Quite quick, yeah. Just like a milkshake. <laughs> Question seven of this round. Is I, that one of your sponsors, K Quick? No, sadly not. Get rowdy. Now, question seven is also again worth five points. So this is your chance to it's try. An order thing. No, it's not an order thing. Yeah, <laughs> What were the stipulations for the five matches Triple H had to go through to earn back his place in the WWF Championship six-pack challenge match at Unforgiven 1999? He famously was taken out of the match and had to win three out of five matches on an episode of SmackDown. Is there any particular order? No, I just name them. You got a point for each one you get, right? I just need the names of the matches stipulations. I don't actually need who was in the match. What do you mean? What do you mean stipulations like the sort of match types? Yeah, the match types. All oh, right, right. Five of them. It was five of them. He took on every single guy who was or who was scheduled to be in the match. The concentration. John, I'm just trying to think. You see the the video package done at Unforgiven. The plate system went down. And then played the whole feud. Yeah. Hey, like, this is so entertaining. I forget if it was quite, it was quite a good people. I loved the season expect, I loved that. I actually loved that, that match. People wanted, oh, it's too much going on. Not always think it's tremendous. Austin was the enforcer. The enforcer. Yeah. She did me a six pack challenges. I never played that day. You watch some of those pay per views in 1999, you think some of them, you got, this match is quite good, and then you get the next match, and it's like, what the heck is this? <laughs> Like that aforementioned uh, match where the cat won the women's title. <laughs> you don't, you don't get many six pack challenges. Yet. They seem to love a fatal five way nowadays, especially on two or five live. Two or five live is great, isn't it? To be fair. Has everybody got answers for all the questions, or you still want a wee bit? Four for. You still want about? You want another minute or something? No, I'm alright. We can still get four. Yeah, four. You still get four points to be fair. If you get one right. Can we swap papers again? The question: Who can it, can Scott is already six points ahead. This is your chance to try and catch him, guys. <laughs> well, that's gonna happen. <laughs> okay, question. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Just looking at it. You've been fucking. What you've been doing on your phone? <laughs> Check his ears, make sure he's not got an earpiece of water. Check his ears, make sure he's not got an earpiece of water. Check his ears, make sure he's not got an earpiece of water. Check his ears, make sure he's not got an earpiece of water. Check his ears, make sure he's not got an earp
They won all the championships at this point in time. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Sorry, I just was thinking. I got myself here. Because you said stipulation. <laughs> I didn't know it's stipulated in match type and stipulation. Sorry, so I can't wait for you to get uh, uh, his answer to question five. That's <laughs> what I tried. Like, it's really right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, it so, should be called that anyway. Yeah. Question, question number three. Who served as a special guest commentator during the hardcore title match at SummerSlam 99? Scott, what's Andy got? The Road Dog. Andy, what's Scott Road got? Road Dog. Strack, what's Alan got? Jesse, the Body Ventura. Road Dog. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't yeah. It was, in fact, the Road Dog. Let's refer back to the beginning of this oh, quiz. Well, what, Alan, what Alan said, every answer is the Road Dog. Alan. Oh, you didn't know. <laughs> no, he didn't know. He's still here, didn't he? It's the fact he was in the bar and he, he took the crutch off again and he went, oh, the boy's falling. <laughs> no, the Body Ventura was the referee for the main event. Yeah. And you can stay here. Road Dog literally. Followed them round the mill. Camera I've got three interviews today. Give me a break. Question number four. Who holds the record for the longest light heavyweight title reign in WWF? Alan Strackup. Gilbert. Strack was Alan got. Billy Kidman. Uh, Andy was. Uh, Gilbert. Christian. It is actually Gilbert. No. Who held it for 448. He was never on it. He was. He barely defended it. You'll be able to tell me who, he, who lost it. It was. Uh, who was it? We can't. He's dying. Uh, it was S.A. Rios on episode Oh, so it was. Yeah. I was going to say. He was by the way, S.A. Rios. Never ever felt like such a nerd when I put my hand up there. Please, me. Who's the question? What's Master? Who was S.A. Rios before he was S.A. Rios? Oh, you said this. He was in that match. Oh, I can't remember. He's WrestleMania 40. Against Takamichi Nuku. I was there. Aguila. Aguila. I remember you said that. He was only 16 year old as well. Yeah, he was really young. It was, was, was really good, and his valet was Lita, who got more over than he did. <laughs> uh, question number five. What was the stipulation of the match which saw the cat win the WWF Women's Championship at Armageddon 99? Scott, what's Andy got? Andy, it's simply put, get naked. Because <laughs> you said stipulation, so it's usually that's to do what happens after the match is finished. That's why I was like, oh, Andy, what's Scott got? Uh, evening gown swimming pool match. Strack was Alago. He's got a happy face next to it. Hmm? Mud pool. I knew it was a pool, I didn't know it was mud or water. Remove evening gown from ivory. Isn't that a stipulation? <laughs> yeah, because that's a stipulation. It was a. It was a fatal four way evening gown pool match. I'll give Strack and Scott points for the matches. How about my get naked? No. <laughs> I get a pool. Damn it. This is a fancy's head. I get a pool. What? Damn. I just remember the Dry? <laughs> Question six. Who once won the European title by finding it in Shane McMahon's travel bag? Alan, what's Strat got? Midian. What's uh, Alan got? Cut angle. It's not even in the company, but uh, Midian. It wasn't Midian. Uh, oh, no. It was Midian. <laughs> I'm very disappointed when you're at it. I don't remember. I don't okay. study for quizzes. This is getting tense. Uh, <laughs> final question. What were the stipulations for the five matches Triple H had to go through to get the six pack challenge? Um, you better just say no. You might have been better. Yeah, so he had to go through his opponent, so we had his match with the Big Show, which was a choke slap challenge. He had his match with Kane, which, funnily enough, was an infernal match. He had his match with The Undertaker, who was replaced by Midian and Viscera, which was a casket match. He had his match with Mankind, which was a boiler room brawl. 
and his match with The Rock, which was a Brahma Bull Rope match. Andy put strap, so would that count? Or should I put Bull Rope? Yeah, strap. Um, Aye, bull Rope match. Bull Rope match, that's a point. That's strap match. Strap match will be that as well. I'm also putting no key DQ, could that go for all the rest of them? <laughs> 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 we'll get Handy, handy Cup. <laughs> Handicap. 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 How many did Dallin get? None. How many did Scott Have get? Have a wild guess. Five? Yes. Oh, and Andy got one. Okay. So, tally up. And let's get the scores and see who's in the running for second place. Here we go, yeah. As we approach the halfway point of this quiz. I'm so not getting confident because I know... Alan! How many did you get in that round? <laughs> how many did you get in that round? Um, Okay, if you have a hundred, take away a hundred, that's your answer. Okay, so now. <laughs> Strack, how many did you get in that round? Six. Six. Good. Oh, good. Decent effort. Uh, Andy, how many did you three. get? Three. Three. Scott, how many did you get? Ten. So... So you've got twenty so far. At the end of round one... You're becoming Hockney. No, it's, this was like, he, he was like during the Bloody SummerSlam. No, no, you have became Hockney. At the end of the second how round, we've got Alan on three. Hey. We've got Andy on seven. We have Strack on 8 and we have Scott on 20. <laughs> Guess who doesn't have a girlfriend? These are harsh Also, guess who's on their way to the studio right now? What? Your wife? Sarah. No, she's not. <laughs> oh, she's catching in. You don't know that. This is why I want to sit next to the door, grab the belt and run. No. <laughs> I'm at the like door, you're not getting out. <laughs> right, so, I'll jump through the window. So, if I hear Bob Sigler's music, I will buckle. So, that has been rounds one and two of our quiz. Stay tuned for rounds three and four, where everything has a chance of changing. I doubt it. <laughs> for second place, maybe. So, Can you stop Scott playing after the third round? Due to an injury, Scott cannot come back. Well, I just have to play the fourth round. So, so that's what's coming up in our second half, but before that we're going to take a short break. So here's a wee clip of the moment where Vince McMahon officially ushered in the era of Attitude. This is a wee promo from Vince talking about how the product was changing and how we were going to see a more edgier WWF. We'll be back in a short bit. This is DCT and you're listening to the very sexy, <laughs> the audio dream that is. <laughs> Eat, sleep, suplex, retweet, oh. It has been said that anything can happen here in the World Wrestling Federation, but now more than ever, truer words have never been spoken. This is a conscious effort on our part to open the creative envelope, so to speak, in order to entertain you in a more contemporary manner. Even though we call ourselves sports entertainment because of the athleticism involved, the key word in that phrase is entertainment. The WWF extends far beyond the strict confines of sports presentation into the wide-open environment of broad-based entertainment. We borrow from such program niches like soap operas, like the days of our lives, or music videos such as those on MTV, daytime talk shows like Jerry Springer and others, cartoons like the King of the Hill on Fox, sitcoms like Seinfeld, and other widely accepted forms of television entertainment. We in the WWF 
think that you, the audience, are quite frankly tired of having your intelligence insulted. We also think that you're tired of the same old simplistic theory of good guys versus bad guys. Surely the era of the superhero who urged you to say your prayers and take your vitamins is definitely passé. Therefore, we've embarked upon a far more innovative and contemporary creative campaign that is far more invigorating and extemporaneous than ever before. However, due to the live nature of Raw and the War Zone, we encourage some degree of parental discretion as it relates to the younger audience allowed to stay up late. Other WWF programs on USA, such as Saturday Morning Livewire and Sunday Morning Superstars, where there's a 40% increase in the younger audience, obviously, however, need no such discretion. We are responsible television producers who work hard to bring you this outrageous, wacky, wonderful world known as the WWF. Through some 50 years, the World Wrestling Federation has been an entertainment mainstay here in North America and all over the world. One of the reasons for that longevity is as the times have changed, so have we. I'm happy to say that this new vibrant creative direction has resulted in a huge increase in television viewership, for which we thank USA Network and TSN for allowing us to have the creative freedom. But most especially, we would like to thank you for watching. Hi there, it's Sammy Joe, and you're listening to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. Welcome back to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson, I'm joined by Scott, Andy Strack, Alan and Kwaku, and we are doing our Attitude Error Quiz before... We go on to the second half of the quiz. I would first like to thank Sammy Joe for being the voice of this week's show. You can catch her interview with Sarah this coming Monday. Right, so for those just tuning in who have some, for some reason skipped the first half of the show, uh, we're doing an attitude of the quiz, obviously, around about WWE, WWF, around about 1998 to 2001. Scores on the doors for those who are listening. Alan's on three, Andy's on seven, Strack's on eight, and Scott is on 20. So, anybody who has money on Scott, you're doing Loser. well. So, I'm not saying anything, I'm not saying anything, I don't want you to We're all losers here. So, uh, round three is going to be about tag teams and stables, but before that, we just have a quick message for those people looking for that romantic dining venue. Us here at Suplex Retreat, we recommend Hockney's Hoagie House. <laughs> Enjoy this take on a modern takeaway classic containing minimal meat and 55% avocado. <laughs> I personally would recommend the special which contains the best mastiff mushrooms you'll ever see <laughs> but just remember folks when the lights go off you go <laughs> I, I don't I really don't forget it's bring your own booze for the extra price of £10 a person <laughs> oh. Hockney's Hoagie House. <laughs> For that romantic evening with your special someone. <laughs> the only time they replace toilet paper is when he eats it. <laughs> I heard they're opening up a new location in Uniondale. <laughs> Don't forget the tour. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. So, Hockney Hoagie House. <laughs> the real Triple H. <laughs> Whoever comes last has got a, gets a free meal at the Hockney Hoagie House. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, I'm going to enjoy your meal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you, are you, are you, I'm sitting in my row. 
Uh, you, so as I said, round three, it's all about tag teams and stables, and again, it's going to be worth 11 points. So if you want to get close to Scott, guys, you better pay <laughs> nothing, this. right? <laughs> That's why you win. So question, question number one. Which WWE Hall of Famer was briefly a member of the Oddities? Which WWE Hall of Famer was briefly a member of the Oddities? Silence in the room. Scott, don't seem to look confident. <laughs> That's quite good. Just give him a one. I wonder what Hoggy has in his hole. I don't really see him being a Donnie Hoggy, man. No, he likes Donnie. No pigs and blankets. Oh, yeah, he likes best give up. Stranger. Which is ironically named. Definitely. Don't he's a tall guess. I don't, I'm, I, I can't remember. spell the name, but I, I remember the rest of them, but... Uh, it's already for the second question? Yeah. Oh uh, on the eve of this show, we were ironically followed by the lovely team at the Attitude Era podcast. Uh, I dropped them a message, and one thing they said to me was, please include a Mean Street Posse question. Thankfully for them, we had one. Hey. Which member of the Mean Street Posse was not a childhood friend of Shane McMahon in real life? Which member of the Mean Street Posse was not a childhood friend of Shane McMahon in real life? You have a one-fold chance of getting this <laughs> I right. Just, this is, is I've just remembered yes. one's name. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. all average. Posse going to give a 30 names. Do you know something? I like the Mean Street Posse scene. Do, 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 The Greenwich crew as well. The Greenwich? Greenwich. The Greenwich crew. Who wore the sweater vest the I, they all looked like prep uh, yeah, I, I, I love the angle. I, I know they didn't really do much in it, but see it, King of the Ring 1999, where Shane was meant to have been attacked. <laughs> he's backstage. And he's backstage watching it with a posse. Well, uh, uh, Steve, was it Steve? Uh, Shane McMahon. Uh, One of them got absolutely battered at WrestleMania 2000 in that hardcore title match. Yeah. Like, absolutely <laughs> dripping with blood and everything. Oh, this is good times, man. Oh. We talk about the Miss Stables. Must have been this way, Okay, question number three. How many matches took place in the Terry Runnels Invitational Tournament between Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys? How many matches took place? Had a phenomenal conclusion this tournament. Was the ladder match for it? Ladder match. Yeah. Do you know what the uh, Terry's Invitational uh, Tournament? If you just take the acronym. <laughs> we were we were teenagers. Good old time. There are subtle messages. So, something that could be used to describe the host right now. Yeah. Hey. It's also my trials and trailers. You know why I'm one of them? Because I had Hawkins Hoagie House. Does he serve shekels and steak? <laughs> Other than the Steve mushrooms, I really love the pigs and blankets special that he did that one evening forever. <laughs> don't need a car outside and get worried. <laughs> but don't expect Jesus pizza. He does not approve. <laughs> no, he does not. Don't you get a special discount if you chuck pigs and blankets? You notice, you notice how I offered the listeners a discount for the, the Roscoe experience, but I didn't offer them a discount for the Hogney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hang on, you, 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 did, you did forget one. If you sing Backstreet Boys, you get an extra five seconds before he kicks you out. <laughs> Tell okay. me why. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me you're waiting on a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Question number four. Which team faced off with the Acolytes in the infamous shoot match that took place on the March 7th edition of Sunday Night Heat? Oh. Dude. I don't know any of this. Dude. I do remember it's on the tip of my tongue, but... It was very good. They'd said team did said something backstage to annoy the acolytes, so the acolytes literally kicked all them to They breathed so they annoyed you there. <laughs> they kicked all them to them. I don't think they were ever they barely ever wrestled again after the Rick and Dory good damn. Damn! 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 <laughs> Scott. <laughs> I thought he was right next to you. <laughs> After the guess. If you're listening with earphones right now, I sincerely apologise for your The thing. best part about the APA was the fact that they had that office with the door. Everyone just walked round. That is a great gimmick. I consider the acolytes was just like the Undertaker's henchmen, and then they just suddenly became the fault. We like to drink. But see, that is, I can see when they came out. I preferred them with the jeans and the t shirt. Than the, the actual gear. Because I, I think it looks actually better. Aye, but that's really look like Dolman, don't it? Aye. Like, it looks really cool. Shame we don't have teams like that these days. Okay, question number five. Which team were both scheduled at one point to appear in the 1999 Royal Rumble, but neither of them did? Which tag team were both scheduled at one point to appear in the 1999 Royal Rumble, but neither of them did? Oh, Scott doesn't know. Can you see Scott? This guy doesn't know. Would you compete in the Rumble match? Five. Would you compete in the actual Rumble match? I meant to compete in the Rumble match. But then, but then. 1999. Yeah. They were scheduled at one. They were each scheduled at one. 1999. Oh, we actually. I'll change that to that, but I'll take a guess. Scotty doesn't know. The answer to number five is that he's sitting there, all shifty. Dumb. Alright, uh, question number six. Which weapon was commonly associated with the stable, the Union? Which weapon was commonly associated with the stable, the Union? The Dale. <laughs> Funny enough that WWE is only thing about a Union. <laughs> oh, Andy. Okay. And question number seven, which is again worth five points. Name five of the teams to compete in the tag team battle royal that opened WrestleMania 14. Ah, oh, sorted. Name five of the teams to compete in the tag team battle royal that opened WrestleMania 14. There, there was a lot of them. So if you get five, if you get five of them, you get them. In the WrestleMania openers, that was a solid opener. Oh, really solid good. Open. That was really good. But not as good as Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan, just saying. There's <laughs> yep. nothing wrong with that match. I know, I stand by it. I just like how we managed to bring Dave on our side. <laughs> I was going to pack it and I thought, no, I need some more I could talk about. <laughs> um, you can listen to the Suplex Retweet team's favourite WrestleMania opening matches yeah. in our back catalogue available on all good Android podcasting sites and normal podcasting sites. Do you know what's really frustrating? Like APA were in it, but they weren't the tag team there. Yeah. Star Hidden 2 drop there. Love how you're, you're giving help still to Alan. <laughs> 
scones, Shaker, and Gross than their papers. I've already fucked I'm actually, I'm going to add to myself, can I add more teams to get more points? No. That's it. Catch up. I'm not doing any there. Catch up, move. Have you asked? Has everybody got more? Has everybody got five teams? No. Can I get points points for who won it? No. Everybody knows who won. Was it Sonny? Hey, uh, get the reference, don't you? I have spelt this team's name right, and I um, apologise to anybody who's Spanish who may be listening to it. <laughs> so that ain't pronounced. Do you need the translator again? No, I'm going to try it myself. <laughs> See you. I feel like I'm going to have some Hold on, can I get question four again? Yeah, please. Which team faced off with the Acolytes in the infamous shoot match that took place on the March 7th edition of Sunday Night Heat? What year was it? 
That was also Michael Hayes came out with the Hardys, didn't he? He did. And he had that. Oh, no, was it Gangrel at that point? Oh, it was Gangrel. No, remember Michael Hayes came out and he had to wear the same t shirts as him. Sad. Oh, Red. For your dad's trying to be pals with you. Red. The tight red stuff with the bitch sticks. Uh, yeah. Nothing was yellow. Oh. I see you looking gaudy gift here. Michael Hayes is actually quite well praised in the recent Moxley interview on the Wade Keller's podcast. Moxley actually says that Hayes is one of the guys that knows what he's talking about backstage. Him and Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble plans Question number four. Which Ooh. team faced off with the Acolytes in the infamous shoot match that took place in one episode of Sunday Night Heat? Alan Strucker? Kiente? Kiente. Strack, what is um, Alan got? Headbangers. What's Scott got? Public Enemy. And what's Andy got? Public Enemy. What's indeed Public Enemy? I know, I was just like, shit, I can't remember what ECW is. I'll come back to that. Oh, that's the one. That was my hint. Has anybody seen the match? I am. Yes. I am. It is literally. With that whitewash. It is brutal. If you've never seen the match, you need to go back and watch it on the network. It is absolutely. Just Google legal murder. OJ Simpson. What the heck is going on over that? Tommy's just gagged him. We have standards. We have sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Triple H is a sponsor. Yeah, we have standards. We have sponsors. We have standards. We sponsors. I meet an outback service, brilliant. Sean Stacey actually excels at that. Clean the toilets. Question number five. Which tag team were both scheduled to appear? In the 1999 Royal Rumble, but neither of them did. Scott, what's Andy got? Uh, Shamrock and Bossman and KMX Park. Don't know, just totally random. Andy, what's Scott got? Uh, Main Street Posse and Kyantai. <laughs> A single team. It's one team. What? One team. What's it? I thought you teams. No, I said team. Which tag team? Huh? Either way, you're both getting wrong. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, Strack, what's Alan got? Dudley's. And what's Strack got? Headbangers. Strike right, right, it's the headbangers. Oh, one right! <laughs> I wish you like two tag teams. Thrasher Fra- was meant to be in it, but he got injured pre event, and Mosh was attacked backstage by, by Viscera! That's right! Who was then known as Mabel at that particular point before he was abducted by the ministry. <laughs> one of my favourite moments in WWF history is at that event where the ministry, like Midian, the Acolytes, are yeah. attacking Viscera. Into this hearse, Undertaker's just watching the side, like stroking the hairs. Just and then all of a sudden, oh, the Atlas flies by, flies by in the ambulance. <laughs> Moment stolen. It's just, it's just like, what's that man's been abducted? I don't care, we're in the rumble. That was the very first pay per view I ever watched. Oh, it's, the rumble's so bad when you watch it back, but there's some things like that, okay? I actually thought quite enjoyed it, I thought it was quite a good one. It's just because Vince wanted it, to be fair, it's the worst thing about it, too. But. <laughs> It's got some good moments in it. What was the cash prize that Vince offered for anybody to eliminate Austin? Oh. Yeah, it was. It was quite sizable. And I jumped at the audience and put it a What a great scene that would have been on Raw the, Raw the next night with Vince giving himself the money. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, Shane giving him the money. Right, a nice easy one for question six. Uh, which weapon was commonly associated with the stable, the Union? What's Strap got? Nightstick. Uh, what's Alan got? Two by four. Strap got? Two by four. What's Andy got? Big wooden stick. 
Yeah, it's a two by four. Yes, I'm pretty sure. Would he get it for the big wood? Yeah, he's going for fantastic. Well, technically, mine's is made of wood. No, it's not. His is a bit more defined as an answer. Big wooden stick. My dyslexic. My dyslexic. My dyslexic. Four by four rather than two by Are you on two before the shower kit? I panicked. Okay. That was wind. That would be like a slab of dead. Final question of this round. Name five of the teams to compete in the compete in the tag team battle royal that opened WrestleMania 14. So I'm going to name them all and just mark them off as you got them. It's easier. So there was LOD or LOD 2000 to be exact who won it. You've got the U Midnight Express. You've got Los Baracus. Periquis. Periquis, thank you. Oh, sorry, that's what I tried to spell. It's, um, there was two uh, parts of that team. There was the Savio Vega, Miguel Perez Jr. and Los Jose Estrada Jr. and Jesus Castillo. Uh, we've got the, the Truth Commission, which was Recon and Sniper. We've got <laughs> Bradshaw and Chains. We've got two versions of the Nation of Domination. There was the Mark Henry and D'Lo Brown team and there was Farouk and Kama Mustafa. Mustafa. We have got the Quebecers, one half of which is currently the number one contender for the Ring of Honor World title, PCO, who now follows us on Twitter. Hi. <laughs> We've got the Rock and Roll Express, yes, the Rock and Roll Express of uh, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. We've got the Headbangers again, Mosh and Frasher. We've got Too Much, Scott Taylor and Brian Christopher. I will accept Too Cool if you've got them down. Because it's the exact same team. I forgot about them. I forgot about them. I didn't think there was that. No, they weren't. They were too, too much. They were only two. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, too much, but if you've got two, cool, I'll oh, accept it. Uh, we've got the Disciples of Apocalypse, which was 8-Ball and Skull. Oh, DOA. Give me a tick. You read DOA? He's got DOA, so right We've got... Strap <laughs> <laughs> watching you! We have, we have got... Take a picture of Raynard Abigail's We have got Steve Blackman and Flash Funk. Oh, that's a that. random... And finally, the Godwins, Finesse uh, and Henry. So, if you've got five of those teams, that is five points. Um, you yeah, put two guys who are in a, you put two teams who are in a dumpster match. I know, I know you guys are nearly. I don't remember when I was 14. I thought it was a shite match. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Rock, Rock, Rock. Yeah, 14 was good. I thought it was shite. Anyway, Rock lost. I will see you outside. Technically, one. Get my room. If the Rock lost, please swap papers back, please, folks. Before this gets a bit... They always already are in control. <laughs> okay, so let's count points for that particular round. Alan, how many did you get? Four. Four, that's your best round so far. Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> Strack, how many did you get? Six. Six. Hey! Uh, Andy, how many did you get? Six. Uh, six, sorry. <laughs> six. And Scott, how many did you get? Six. Ooh. Whoa! <laughs> the chink in the armor! <laughs> <laughs> So, at the end of round three, we've got Alan on seven, we've got Andy on 13, we've got Strack on 14, and Scott on 26. So, te so technically, Strack could still win, so can Andy. If I stab Scott in the eye with a pin. <laughs> Each eye. <laughs>
Double oh, jab. Yeah. Convocation. See if I can beat that one. Woohoo! Right. So I can feel around like where's the paper? We are now going in to the final round, which is a special round. But before we get into that, have you ever wanted to go into an interview and thought, I talk far too nerdish like? Then please, we suggest Campbell's Posh Boy Prep Centre. <laughs> <laughs> it is the perfect place to bring out your inner Glasgow Uni accent as well as turn very, very small words into confusing long paraphrases. <coughs> Campbell's Posh Boy Prep Centre. Do you think his uh, Glotsman is just a modern day Main Street posse? <laughs> yeah. Much. yeah. Jo- join now and you get a free month supply of cooked goat. <laughs> the Glotsman's toughest member is Stacey. <laughs> yeah. Stacey's the muscle in the Glotsman. Stacey's shaming man. Right, so we now, go into the, we, we now go into the final round, which is one, that, one of my favourite rounds I like to do one other time I host the quiz, and it's the announcer's round. And it's got double points. Oh! So there's 14 points up for grabs. So oh, there's, right. a t- there's a mathematical chance that Scott could still lose. It's quite <laughs> scary. No pressure, Scott. I don't Thanks for that. <laughs> and it's at this point that I hand over to our resident MC, Mr. Kwaku Aji, who will present this round. Ladies and gentlemen, the he's an announcer. <laughs> <laughs> The following contest is a 403 handicap tag team match set for one fall. One, one fall! Introduce it first, making his way into the ring from the Isle of Sabor, weighing in at 401 pounds. This is your first guess who that is. Alright, oh, uh. To, 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 to go through the rules again, the announcer around this, Kwaku is going to do an, an, an entry for seven wrestlers. You need to guess it. Two wrestlers based on his win. Ah. Okay. So from the Isle of Samoa, winning at 401 pounds. It's a bit harsh, Joe's not that heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? From the Isle of Samoa, weighing in at one, 401 pounds. 101 <laughs> 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 And their tag team partner 
from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. She weighed in at 129 pounds. The clue's not a very good, it's not really a clue, should I? I think I know what it is. I think I know what it is. I don't know Scooby. Yes. You've, you've, yes. Lost, you've lost Road Dogs. <laughs> Can't you see? You're so good at pepper up morale. <laughs> I'm telling you, I cannot wait till I do my quiz. You're going to die now. <laughs> Introducing their opponents. First, from Pepperland, he weighed in at 323 pounds. From Pepperland, he weighed in at 323 pounds. <laughs> what the? Pepperland. Pepperland. Is this question five? Uh, yeah. Question five from Pepperland, weighing in at three hundred and twenty-three pounds. Pepperland is that literally it? No more. Uh, take a guess, but guess people from the attitude era. You don't know from Pepperland. When there was a lot of people in the attitude era. But there happened to be only one person from Pepperland. Is yeah. Pepperland a real place? <laughs> is it or isn't it? Sounds like a French place. We actually, like, yeah, actually, while we were doing this, we checked this and there is only is. one person with, with each of these characteristics. <laughs> and how much did they weigh? £323. Think, if you're not sure, think about the weight and think who's big. Who's big? And could be from Pepperland. <laughs> Pepperland? Pepperland. It's certainly not The Undertaker. <laughs> He's from. <laughs> he's from. He's he's from tobacco chew land. <laughs> Death Valley. And his tag team partner, entrant number six, from Hayward, California, weighing in at 261 pounds. From Hayward, California, weighing in at 261 pounds. From Hayward, California, weighing in at two hundred and sixty-one pounds. Just realised that Alan's winning the trip to the Hockney Hockey House. <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it confirmed? Is it confirmed? Uh, it's good as because based, based on his reactions to this round, yeah, he looks like a horse trying to book a family holiday. <laughs> He's still got five. He's and six six always the fat jokes you quack. He's still got five. He's still got five and six tonight. Down and we're on we're on to seven. What's the that's number six again, sorry? From Hayward, California, weighing in at two hundred and sixty-one pounds. If you're introducing entry number seven, he is the best. In the world! No, he's not actually. <laughs> Entry number seven from Orlando, Florida, weighing in at 260 pounds. See the fault in this studio thing right now? It's something else. Oh, uh, no, it wasn't. Question number two from Sacramento, California, weighing in at two hundred and forty-three pounds. He is the world's most dangerous man. Question number three from the Red Lake District. He weighed in at three hundred and twenty pounds. On to number four from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. She weighed in at one hundred and twenty-nine pounds. And question number five 
from Pepperland. <laughs> he weighed in at 323 pounds. Entry number six, from Hayward, California. He weighed in at 261 pounds. And finally making his way to ring entry number seven, weighing in at 260 pounds. He is from Orlando, Florida. How much did he weigh again? Two hundred and sixty pounds. Definitely not much. So that has been yeah. us, that again. That has been our seven competitors in this particular match. As everybody got something down. I'm not yet. Oh, seven. Seven. For uh, still thinking about bloody seven. You've got another. Give, give, you, give, you another give you another quick minute for that. Uh, no while we, while we remind the scores in the doors. We've got Andy on thirteen, Alan on seven, Scott on twenty-six, and Strack on fourteen. Do you know what I've just worked out? <laughs> Based on your sponsors, I'm going to do something this weekend just to make that day extra special. What's that? I'm going to go to David Campbell's Prep Boy Prep to <laughs> practice my speech. And then I'm going to get myself some Shettles and Steaks, get them all nice and juicy, make it a bit medium, right? But then I'm going to also, as they're, as they're maturing and prepping up, I'm going to go to the Roscoe Experience just to learn how to mess up my dates, but then I'm going to mess up the cooking intentionally so I can go to Cockney's Corgi House and get the full Wamba thank you man. Can I get a discount for the complete package of failure? What is I think he's a rock. I don't know. It sounds like a dream weekend, doesn't it? Are we all ready yet? God no. God no. Seven's just gobbed everyone is. I've got a quick guess. Give us a clue, come on. No, no. The clue, then I'll give it away. The clue, the clue is he's from Orlando, Florida. That does not have any. No, you right clue. You uh, wrestled in the attitude there. <laughs> you have been punched in the face really, yes. really hard. Yes. No, I don't think you have. <laughs> guess. Guess. I just guess. Just random guess. Okay. Everybody guess. He looks like I'll Alan. Just have a guess. I'm trying. I'm trying to think who was from that side. Well, can we do? But it's no time to swap papers. Swap papers. Do you know what, I'm not going to write in for number 7 because I wouldn't have got to write anyway, so... You'll kick yourselves for it. Because it's... Right. So... Question... So, question one. Quacky, what's the weight? What's the introduction? From the Isle of Samoa, weighing in at 401 pounds. But in addition, the man also did it for The Rock. Yes. Bastards! Yes! So, uh, yes! What's Andy got? And, uh, Andy had Haku. I scrushed it out. What's Scott got? The salt in the Rikishi. What's Alan got? He's got Rikishi. What have you got? What's Strickland? Haku. Yes, it was Rikishi. Oh, I almost put Haku as I well. I thought the bad follows you as well, Andy. I know, I know. I can't, I shame. Put, I, I did put... Shame. I put the salt in it first of who is also Rikishi and I was like, I don't think it's that. And I was like, I'm just fucking crossed it out. <laughs> Sorry for swearing. It's a bit late. I thought they built Haku, uh, Rikishi for... Uh, uh, California? No, no, no. Uh, the Usos are both from California. And they then you became Usos are from California. Oh, Quick so, question number two. From Sacramento, California, weighing at 243 pounds. He is the world's most dangerous man. Has anybody not got Ken Shamrock? Has everybody got Ken Shamrock? Aye. Okay, it's Ken Shamrock. God, can I've, got I've got Ryan Shamrock. With that, that pretty much confirms Scott's victory, but we'll go on with the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> on to number three from the Red Light District, weighing in at £320. What's Strat got? 
Godfather. What's Alan got? Vader. <laughs> He's red. He's <laughs> right. What's He's gimmick in his place for Cop County. I'm like, come on! Quiz this year because God help you all. And his manager, Professor Coke. Question number six. From Hayward, California, weighing in at 261 pounds. What's Andy got? Dilo Brown. What's Scott Dilo Brown? What's Alan got? Test, who's Canadian? It was friend of the show and friend of Ross, Sean Stasiak. Oh. <laughs> I would. Oh. Was like £220. I would have accepted. Why was he? Oh. I would have I and finally, the Rock's 275. Oh, I see what your answers are for this big one. And finally, they're tagged to Count up the scores and let's see who came second in the quiz. Yeah, I you one, yeah. See, whilst they're talented up, why don't you remind the finalists who's offer sponsors? Yes, this quiz was sponsored by Shitpoints and Sticks. Well, Venus is now building 240, but it was 260 now. The Roscoe experience. Hopney's Hoagie House and Campbell's Posh Boy Preps in second. <laughs> if only if I didn't cross out the Sultan, I'd have been joined second. Um, I get double figures, I'm happy. Alan, what was your score in that round? One million. <laughs> <laughs> Four. Four. 
Don't forget his double points. Four. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've had a bad day, right? Just go over it. Four. Uh, okay. Uh, Strat, what did you get in that round? Four. Four. Uh, Andy, what did you get in that round? Four as well. Four. And Scott, what did you get in that round? Six. Six. So, counting up the scores. Is there any point? <laughs> in last place, with our respectable 11, it is. Alan McLucas. Hooray! <laughs> Let us know how the Triple H experience is. <laughs> I heard that it's all vegan, so it can be very bad for me. Oh god, no, I don't know about that. We have a special treat as your escort to that premises is outside. <laughs> in third place, with 17 points, he was the outsider coming into it, and he proved again. Why is an outsider still? It's Andy Mitchell! At least I didn't come last, so that's alright. Shut up! <laughs> Nathan came last. There goes Matt to Sorry, man. In, in second place, with a respectable 18, it's better than the first round exit, it's Strack. Ah, oh, well, should have done better. <laughs> and our winner, strolling away with 32 points, it is Scott McLeod. I did it. I did it all by myself. And I have no idea to think. I love the fact that Smalls is getting his teeth to just saying that. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be worried. You won't be championed by Saturday. So I'm, quite, I'm quite glad he's ever went. I did it for The Rock. <laughs> I did it for the Ross. He's going to be, he's going to be like Kane in his only WWF title run. It's going to be so short, nobody's going to remember. <laughs> oh well. So Scott, this isn't my only read, this is my fourth read. Ah, but you've not got this on me in a moment, mate. Scott joins the company of David Hockney and David Campbell as a full time champion. Oh, not bad company. <laughs> we get the part in BT gun, that's bad company then. The Fulgian squad. <laughs> This has been a savage quiz. <laughs> 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 I, I redeemed myself. I finally won a quiz. It's okay because you and you and David and David can go to the Roscoe experience. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And David can give me a discount on his. I'll give you a shit on this one. I thought you were part of the the Ghostman, no? No, no, no. no, no, no. Stacey's the actual well, toughest member. Back, uh, will we bring him in? Yeah, let's do it. Talking about his track edge. Right. <laughs> I'm in a society. So, <laughs> you can now be as brutal as you like. You've been allowed in a society. That has been the Attitude Editor quiz. And I think we did a good job of doing the Attitude Editor proud with that backward <laughs> quiz. One sided. The Stone Cold Steve Austin of his panel. What? It's not the Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, but he kept winning. Got the favourite So did Triple H. It's true. You can be Triple H. So did Vince McMahon. You don't even remember that. No, he's a one-time champ during the uh, WWF. It's true. It's true. And a Royal Rumble winner. So, um, I hope they actually did a podcast on Hayes for butchering the Hayes. That's true. No, no, no. I think on all fairness, we did a good job. We know they had a really bad score. Except for Alan. (laughs) (laughs) That's a given. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, So, that has been that. Uh, Join us next week where we'll be talking the Attitude Era once again as we butcher the era once more by rebooking the higher power angle. Hey. Let's wait for something to delete. It's me, Oh, yes, so we're going to try. We're going to recreate that angle. We're going to go from probably about the point where the ministry was formed right until the point where that particular line happened. Yeah.
<laughs> so yes, that's coming up next week. The week after that, we're also going to do a fancy booking for the Queen of the Ring. Before then, afterwards, going through the history of the King of the Ring tournament. So that's we've got a lot of fun, different shows coming up over the rest of June. A very royal uh, month. <laughs> it's a very royal month. Um, for myself, Stephen Watson, I'd like to thank my panel today, who have been fantastic sports in this quiz. <laughs> First of all, Alan McLucas. Thank you, true. <laughs> uh, to Strack. Thanks so much, man. <laughs> to Andy. Cheers. And to the Copper Stooge. <laughs> I've had a wonderful time. <laughs> and of course, to my assistant, Quacko. Thank you. We will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye. Listen, cunts, I don't care what the fuck you think you're doing. Whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the fuck you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now!